Hi, welcome to A Little Gay of Sunshine. I'm your host, Elisha Summers. And I'm here sometimes. My name is Raven Lusher. <laughs> okay. Want to restart that? No. All right, cool. So, um, this is a podcast where we talk about everything. The good, the bad, the gay, all of it. Um, so, welcome. If you're straight, that's fine, too. We have an all-inclusive podcast that's welcome to anybody to listen. Yeah. So, basically, um... Don't take away my highlighter. You're gonna get it. You're just gonna get on the recording. I'm enjoying myself. Anyway, early. So, um, we're like best friends. You know, like better than your best friends. And <laughs> um, yeah. Basically, so I um I do theater and debate and forensics, not the sciencey stuff. I'm a little dumb, but like competitive speech. Yeah. So I do all that except not forensics really and not really debate, but I'm trying. Okay. He does his best. I do my best. Anyway, we're probably gonna cut that out because it's probably not. It's just. Um, anyway, so on this podcast, we're going to have a few different segments, and we're going to start with education, which is just a punny way of saying education, if you didn't get that. I know. But it's gay today, so it's education. But it's gay, so it's education. Thank you for listening. Straight, if you're still here, we're proud. <laughs> we support you. We support you. All right, so um, you want to know what we're learning about today? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, wait, wait, wait. Let me get this paper out so I can take notes. All right, we are in a study room because we don't have a venue. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so, we're, don't look at me like that. Okay. So, I hope you're getting this. Um, so, in North Holland, Willem Arendeus was born on August 22nd, 1894. Where? Uh, in Northern Holland. When? Uh, 1894. Where? Raven, we've got <laughs> to no, keep going. All right. He was Dutch, obviously, as his name and, you know, place of birth suggested. Um, his parents were allegedly theater costumers. That's just what Wikipedia said. Um, to, um, allegedly. So I guess they might not have been theater costumers, but shout out to you, Miss Team. That's our costumer for the play. We don't You're like a costumer for the play, too. I am my co- our costumer this year, and I'm so excited for it. And I swear to God, the wolf is not wearing a mask. <laughs> All right. And anyway, so they were theater costumers, and so they were already kind of artsy-fartsy, and they encouraged his artistic inclinations from a young age. Fine. <laughs> he was very drawn to painting and drawing, which, I mean, it's pretty gay. Um, he came out. Okay, so on his biography.com, it didn't say came out. It said he revealed his sexual inclinations. Revealed. I'm definitely going to start saying that instead of coming out. I I would like access. Okay, (laughs) revealed. Anyway, and his parents kicked him out, which is interesting because my next topic I would like it to be known was entitled, How Do You Say Gay Rights in Dutch? How do you say gay rights in Dutch? Well, funny you should ask because I looked it up. Um, and it's homorectin, which if I... It's what? H-O-M-O-R-E-C-H-T-E-N. Homorectin. Homos get erected? That's exactly what I thought. But I'm sure it's a much more placid than hey, that. Hey, straights get erected too. I'm sure they do, but I guess it'd be heterorectin. It's going to be whatever the streets damn well please, because they run society. Well, interesting you say that, because um, surprisingly, homosexuality was legalized in the Republic of the Netherlands as early as 1811, uh, when France invaded and established Napoleonic Code. So Napoleon, although he was kind of short and kind of a dick and probably had a small dick, was also pretty, like, chill with a gay, which, I mean, if you think about it. Anyway. 
Okay, but so, like, was he fat? I don't know, but he was probably gay. I'm gonna look at the picture of him. What's his name again? I wasn't really listening. Napoleon Bonaparte? Napoleon... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Please tell me you know who Napoleon Bonaparte is. Does it have an E in his last name? Yeah. Right. I'm sure if you were put Napoleon, it'll come up. He is fat. I mean, kinda. He kinda looks like the baker from Into the Woods. <laughs> Low-key. Okay. Um, anyway, it's a Napoleonic code. So, all sodomy laws were abolished. <laughs> Peace up. <laughs> Not Art Baker, though. Art Baker, it's not gross. Can I? Continue. Continue. Anyway, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. So, uh, according to Napoleonic codes, um, all sodomy laws were abolished. So, like, most uh, countries in Europe had laws against, like, sodomy, which included gay sex and anal. Uh, but mainly just... Sodomy technically just means anything that isn't, any sex that isn't reproductive, but usually when it's used historically, it's talking about the gays. Um, I can make that sound, too. You mean clapping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, um, by the age of consent for gay sex acts was 21, while the age of consent for heteronormative, heterosexual sex acts was 16. So. Well, yeah, you have to be able to drink to do gay. Dog. That's my new slogan. Instead of drugs, too <laughs> gay. Um, these crimes too gay. Um, so, but compared to other Western nations in Europe, like the United Kingdom, which only decriminalized homosexuality or homosexual acts technically in 1967. Um, so if you do the math, which I do, that's even <laughs> 56 years later. So um, the Dutch were already getting it with the gays. It was pretty, pretty swarm. And, um... Stop trying to make swarm happen! It's never going to happen! That was amazing. Sorry, Heather. <laughs> I know, I've seen Mean Girls once. What? It was on the van set back from, from Disney World. We watched Mean Girls. Because, like, that's not a movie that's, like, appropriate at my house. So, like... It's just Mean Girls. They only do one slutty dance. <laughs> Honestly, I probably seen worse than Veggie Tales. Veggie Tales? <laughs> Literally, that's my childhood. Don't at me. I love Veggie Tales. Okay. Anyway, so upon the Nazi occupation, some Nazis come in and ruin the gay stuff. Because they're Nazis. Hashtag jump your Nazi. Upon the Nazi occupation of the Netherlands in 1940, German legal codes were implemented, including a notorious anti-sodomy law. It was literally called the anti-sodomy law, uh, otherwise known as paragraph 175, which I don't know why someone would call it that, but it's whatever. Anyway, which outlawed, among other things, homosexuality, bestiality, pedophilia, Necrophilia, which were these all were all kind of like judged in the same paragraph, like the, like the same level of badness. Yeah. So like you get your gay, you get your necrophilia. Okay, but which is worse, necrophilia or bestiality? Because I think morally, morally, it could go either way there. Here's the thing, right? So now that we're talking about this, um, necrophilia. Here's the thing. So animals. Here's the thing. Animals. Well, your the common argument is like animals. Like, they're alive, you can ask them, or you can, they can get consent, but animals can't give consent. Like, you can't ask a dog, is it okay to, like, you know what I mean? Once for yes, blink twice for yes, please. Why would she have kind of eyelids? Well, that sucks for her. It looks like it's always a yes, please. She sounds so straight. Okay. So, um. Necrophilia! So, like, necrophilia, the thing is, though, like, they're still a person, and they can't give consent. Like, they could give consent, 
beforehand. Like if you ask them beforehand and they give consent, that's still they still have consent over their body and they still <laughs> Fuck. Like I'm not saying they would, but hypothetically if they did give consent, they have autonomy over their body even in death. Okay. Um, if it's written. So like they have like you know what I mean? Like they have more ability to consent than a dog does. But also like if somebody dies and you're like, ooh, I want to hit that, isn't that better than, like, because, like, they can't feel the pain anymore. On uh, that level, now that we're in this, okay, if, you, if both are non-consenting, it's mm-hmm. right by the way, it's both wrong. But, I would, <laughs> but, <laughs> I would say, I would, here's the thing, so it's not, necrophilia isn't victimless, but it, it, it and it, but it doesn't physically hurt someone, so there's that. But it does emotionally hurt people who are like. Okay. Okay, can we move on from this topic? Oh yeah, you can go back. So, Sorry, I got that distracted. Back to the Netherlands, 1940. The where? Uh, Netherlands. When? <laughs> the Nazi occupation. Okay. Anyway, so um, now that we've all bunched bestiality, pedophilia, necrophilia, and gay stuff, um, also butt stuff technically, but who's gonna check that? Anyway. Ooh. Um, all on the same level of illegalness. Um, it was pretty bad to be gay under the Nazis. I mean, it's pretty clear. Nazis also, among among concentrating Jews in concentration camps, they also uh, concentrated communists, um, political enemies, and the gays. The gays. So you know, like how like Hitler made like Jews wear like the the star or whatever. He made gay people wear like pink triangles. So you can come and heat them up. And that's why you'll see in a lot of, like, uh, gay imagery, it'll have, like, I love how you're taking notes. It'll have, like, um, like, silence equals death. That's a big slogan from the AIDS crisis. And it would have the pink triangle and then have silence equals death because, I mean, they're concentrating similar. Anyway, we're not talking about the AIDS crisis. We're talking about Germany. Right. Uh, not Germany, the Netherlands. Um... Anyway, so Nazi Germany invaded and occupied the Netherlands in 1940, after which Dutch citizens were required to carry these ID cards with them at all times. So Jewish citizens were required to carry ID cards with a large J on them so that they could, you know, heat them up and... I, I shouldn't say it like that because that should be more effective than that. They could... You know what happened to the Jews in, during World War II. Um, don't say it like that. That's awful. Well, there might be children listening. <laughs> anyway, but they had to ki- but um, these ID cards were called person de device, which literally just means like card of person. Anyway, um, so Willem, which is just William, but Dutch, uh, created a secret periodical named um, Das Brandersbrief uh, in 1942, uh, which is two years after the occupation began. And in 1943, his paper merged with another underground resistance paper called Der Freie Kunstenar. Um, and both of these were kind of like underground arts things, but also talked about other things like anti-Nazism, anti-fascism. And stuff okay. Like that. Um, so these are both high-key illegal. But it's when he met, um, it's when he merged with Debray Kusinard that he met Jarit uh, Vanderveen, who was, I told you this is boring. No, 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 I'm listening. Okay. I'm enjoying this. I'm taking notes. <laughs> Great. Um, it's when he met Jarit uh, Vanderveen, who specialized in forging the Peshoma Beast, or the ID cards, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he was, he, his specialty was forging identification cards. Okay, can um, he hit me up? Because, like... <laughs> well, he's dead. Well, that's tough. Necrophilia. Also, I think he was gay. 
Well, that's fine. It's fine. You can't hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we specialize in that. I drew um, a goldfish. Nice. So there's some shady numbers, shady numbers here, um, because depending on what source you look at, um, some sources account that they uh, that villain personally worked on eight. 80,000 forged documents, but some say less than that. So basically, they're forging um, little uh, ID cards that don't have the J on it, so that, like, people won't come and, like, kill you. Okay. Does it make sense? Are people just going down the street, like, let me see your J? Yeah. Like, if you, like, okay, so, like, if you were in, like, an occupied territory, and you were Jewish, if they caught you breaking the law, that's, like, a lot worse. They're, like, they're, like, they're, they're, and, um, also, like, concentration camps. So, like, they weren't ready to like concentrate Jews yet, so they were, but they were identifying Jewish families and where they were and keeping tabs on them. So when they were, they could like, yeah, you know what I mean, um, like Anne Frank. Yeah, like Anne Frank. She's um, the only one. I except know. these people survived because of villain, and here's why. So he would make these ID cards that didn't have a J on them, and where they were like fake IDs, so people would ask him, be like, "Oh, you're non-Jewish, non-Jewish person. Okay, cool." And, like, go on their merry way, I guess. Okay. And, but there's a problem with that, though. So these fakes were pretty easy for Nazis to see through because Nazis took control of the national records in Amsterdam. And they could, with a little phone call or whatever, they could be like, hey, so this person, like, is this idea cool or whatever, did the check out? And, um. So you're telling me they went up to people on the street and were like, stop right here, stop right here. I have to make a phone call. Yes. Well, I'm sure they would, I'm sure if, I'm sh- I don't, I'm not exactly sure how, not, how, um, occupied, uh, Netherlands were back then, but, like, I'm pretty sure, like, if you were, like, in, if you got in trouble, or, like. Imagine you're just walking down New York City, and then you turn the corner, and there's a guy, and he's just like, I need you to stop. And then he pulls out his telephone, and he makes a phone call, and he's just like, yeah, 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 okay. No, 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 there's no J. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to put you in handcuffs. <laughs> I'm pretty, I think the handcuffs come first. I think they are, these are not just we're talking about. I think they arrest first and then um, ask questions. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, also, it's not in New York City. It'd be in Amsterdam. Because we're, we're in Europe right now. Anyway, so that's a problem. So, um... So what does any hippie, gay, anti-fascist do when confronted with a problem? He blows some crap up. <laughs> the next the next subheading is called blowing crap up. Blowing crap up or blows his crap? I think I've just lost my marbles. <laughs> okay. So villain um, and about 13 other Dutch members, right? So okay. there's, there's the um, National Archives in Amsterdam that have, that, that have these records in them, right? Right. So here's, you know the Mission Impossible music? Yeah. Uh, that's, that, that's in my mind what's playing, what's happening right now. That's beautiful. Okay. No, no, no. Anyway, so him and 13 other members of the Dutch resistance, which they formed, by the way, um, traveled to Amsterdam. Among them were artists, gays, medical students, and Jews. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. So, arts, gay, us, medical, STEM people, you, were all the same category? No, no. Well, some could, some overlapped. Like, Villain was an artist, and he was gay. Okay, okay, okay. But in some... Why the medical people? What did they You'll do? see. You'll see. 
So it's, it's your doctors. You you're not allowed to be cured of your AIDS. You gotta what? You just what? Okay. What? You just said it, it, it's gay people. You're like you got AIDS. Oh, I was just making a joke in general. Oh, okay, cool. Anyway, but AIDS is not coming to this. The AIDS crisis happens. Forty years later. Talk about AIDS. I have a, I have one about AIDS later too. Okay. Um. Oh, money in my bra. Which AIDS is really important to the gay history. I'm a, I love gay history. Anyway, AIDS is really important to queer history later on. Anyway. Okay. That's next time. But back to the story. So among them were artists, gays, medical students, and Jews. The Civil Rights History Office was a former concert hall, and conveniently right next to a city zoo. You'll see why the zoo was comes in handy later. Oh no. So, they dress up in stolen police uniforms. I'm not sure how they get it. Is it bestiality? It's not bestiality. That's called a stage whisper, what I'm doing right now. Ooh. <laughs> it's not bestiality, although that was just as illegal as being gay. Fun fact. I like if I go to. Anyway, the Civil Registry Office. Oh, we did that already. So, they dress up in stolen police uniforms. So, I guess they just like stripped some police officers on the street or something. I'm not sure where they got them. But they, I guess, well, his parents were costume designers. Who knows? Uh, um, some stolen police uniforms. And um, they tell the guards to search the building for explosives. So they show up and, like, hey, we're from uh, the, 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 the Germans. Like, they told us the to, like, Germans. the Germans. They told us to, like, there might be bombs in here, which is really ironic. So the guards go um, and search the building. Well, no, 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 they, they tell them that they were. You good? Yeah. Sorry, I got I saw a bird. <laughs> oh, and the reflection from the okay. She was looking in the hallway, and I was like, "You saw a bird in the hallway? There's a horse loose in the hospital." <laughs> We've all seen a bird in the airport. This is a horse loose in a hospital. Do you know John Mulaney? That's yeah, that's who you're quoting. Okay, I was hoping you were just laughing at me and thinking I made that joke up. No, check out John Mulaney. He's great. I mean, I'm sure you know him if you're listening to this. Like, if you're gay enough to listen to this, you're gay enough to know who John Mulaney is. He has a little Netflix. <laughs> yes. Anyway, um. So they dressed in stolen police uniforms and tell the guards that they were there to search the building for explosives. And the guards just kind of believed them, I guess, because they let them in. Like, there was no, like, show me your personal device, but like, they just let them <laughs> in or whatever. Um, so, two medical students drugged the guard. These are the medical students come in. Okay. Two medical, drug- two medical students drugged the guards with phenobarbital, um, the effects of which, by the way, can last between anywhere between four hours and two days. They literally don't know. It could be anywhere from four hours and just two days. So, like, two days. So, like, there's a big difference. That there is a big freaking difference. That also, is not the same number. So, you know, like, you know, like, how in America, when, whether or not you agree with capital punishment, in America, uh, prisoners who get death or uh, have the lethal injection or whatever, that's the same stuff. Oh! Uh, presumably, <laughs> presumably it's our stuff, but it's literally the same stuff we, kill, we execute prisoners with now. I'm talking too fast. No, I think you're good. All right. Well, you're used to me. Oh, that's also true. Um. So you know that zoo, right? Yeah. So they 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 drag these unconscious, possibly dead guards. Okay. There's like lots of them. Right. And they just drag them. I guess like the lesbians did it because the gays could never. Um. All right. <laughs> thank you for your service, Raven. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, you are the stagehand. You are like pretty boss. I'm not... I would tap that if I was straight and you were straight. Okay. I'm not not straight. Yes, you are. I'm... Pan. <laughs> you have a girlfriend. Yeah. That means you're not straight. 
She's pretty cool. Like, you can be bi, but that's not straight. No, actually, be... that's in my notes. We'll get back to that later. I'll read you my notes after this. All right, I'm so excited for your notes. For the follow-up. Okay. Um, kill me. So... <laughs> me first. Okay, got it, So, they, um... So the, the 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 exit to the zoo was happened to be right by the entrance to the um. Just is that a coincidence or did they did they plan it? I think they just saw the zoo and was like that's cool and so they just dragged him into the zoo and locked them up. So these people are gonna wake up two days later just by the hippo cage with no idea. Look, Marty, it's a friend. <laughs> I love you. So um anyway. They just drop them in the zoo, which is chill. I guess it's where they belong, I guess. Because Nazis or whatever. Um, then they set to work in removing thousands of documents from drawers, filing cabinets, and the like. They put them in a big pile and then covered them with benzene. Um, and then they set up a series of timed explosions through the building. Okay. And they just blow... And they just blew it up. They just blew crap That's up. That's amazing. So, the, they took the fire department off beforehand to be like, hey, when the alarms come, like, wait about 30 minutes. Or get stuck in traffic or conveniently trip and fall. Because um, they were in on it too. <laughs> so the fire department didn't come until like like an hour or two later. Um, so the fire, so they made sure the fire could get all the, all the, all the documents out as possible. So um, all 14 activists escaped. This is where it gets kind of sad. Okay. All 14 activists escaped without being caught or discovered. Despite oh. this, an anonymous, in quotes, witness. Uh, tipped off the police on April 1st, which is literally July, I mean, April Fool's. I love that. On, on April Fool's of 1943, Aaron Davis was arrested. Through his notebook, police found and arrested the other 13 members. So, listen up, gays. Ditch your diaries. Um, so, they found his notebook and then arrested the other 13 members because I guess he wrote about all of them, which is kind of dumb. But because of that, we know who they were. Okay. But also, they died. Okay. So... Um, well, not all of them. We'll get to that in a second. So on, on June 18th, 1943, William Iron Davis was sentenced to death. Two members of the group received clemency, while the rest were given the same sentence. So, literally, I'm doing the math, 11 people died. Wait. No, 12 people died. Villain made it clear that he and two other men in the group were gay. Um, which is interesting, he excluded uh, Frida Belenfante, who, le- who was a lesbian conductor, like music conductor, which one in this time period, women like war conductors. So she was pretty bad after that, but she was also gay as fuck. So we had a lesbian queen conductor who was also an anti fascist rebel, and he just didn't mention her. Which I think is kind of a shady villain. Like, come on, man, get it together. Um, anyway, so there were at least four gays. At least. I love that. Um, but, get this, Villain's last public words were delivered by his lawyer when he Villain asked him to, in quotes, tell the people that gays are no cowards, exclamation mark. <laughs> honestly, like, that, like, hit me. Like, I love that, because honestly, tell him. Um, so that's the story. Oh! That's your education. So how do you feel? I feel like I should read you my notes. All right, we meet Let me notes. show you what I learned from this. All right, hold on. I have to cap my highlighters. I drew a goldfish. Um, we saw. So. Fishy, why are you sleeping? <clears throat> One, gay. Two, allegedly. That's a Jeffree Star lipstick shade. 
Three, gay. Four, eighteen eleven, gay. So what happened in eighteen eleven? Gay. It did actually, yeah. <laughs> and what number am I on? I didn't write down the numbers. I just took bullet points. Um, count. One. Next one. Um, small pp. Oh, for for for. Uh, Napoleon. Gay. Illegal. Sex. That that. I have some numbers. 21, 16, 156, 175. You can elaborate? I don't know what any of those numbers mean. 21 was the age you have to be to, oh, to do gay. Yeah. Um, Dutch. Pre-1940. Uh, yeah. Dutch. Nazi. Hashtag dump your Nazi. <laughs> be- <laughs> oh, I love that. Bestiality. Emotional. Yeah, we kind of got on, on got on a little ramp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bestiality. Emotionally. Necrophilia. Netherlands. We got back on track there. Yep. Okay. Triangles. Not bi-angles. The bi's are okay. Save the bi's. Wait. The bi's are the real thing. Go back. Go back. What? Oh, okay. Oh, they tried to pick triangle. Triangles, not bi-angles. Netherlands. This is where we got back on track. Triangles. Not buy angles. The buys are okay. Save the buys. The buys are the real victims here. I hate myself. At Jamie. I hate myself. <laughs> Words like word I don't know. What? Ooh. Action. Then questions. Not New York. Oh. Gay. The resistance. Star Wars question mark. Arts. Gay. Medical. Jewish. Strippers. Police. <laughs> bombs. Drugs. Big difference. Death. Would you like to summarize that? Yay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Um, so I think I've learned a lot. Um, if I leave here with anything, it's um, gays are not cowards. The gay, that gays are no <laughs> cowards, yes. Um, so... Um, don't, don't edit that out. <laughs> I definitely won't. I definitely won't. <laughs> that's, that's gay power. Okay. So. so, public library. We are in a public library. Screw private. By the way, screw private libraries. Screw you. If you own a private library and you're straight, we support you. If you own a private library and you're gay, we support you more. But also, How do you have a private library? You don't want people in. But like, I th- th- but like, then it's not a library. It's a book collection. Well, like it's like what well, you can have a, private, a personal library, which is like a library that you have in your house or whatever. But a private library, it's like libraries owned by like institutions that have like it's not like oh like, like our like the library at the high school. I guess it's a private library, yeah, yeah, I guess it is, yeah. Um, institutions or like archives, it depends. I, I'm it depends. Um, if I'm incorrect in your librarian, correct me, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. So, huh? anyway, so questions. So we have some. First of all. Have you, listened, have you listened to Harry Styles' new album? Ew. I am offended, but also moving on. Um, I, I didn't know if you had or not. That, was, that wasn't a planned one, but it was something I wanted to talk about because it's okay. kind of gay. We'll talk about it. Well, I mean, it's just kind of Have gay. you seen Frozen 2? No, I haven't. Me either. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. Um, what do you think the biggest lesson you've learned in 2019 is? Like, all of the year? Yeah. I only remember to, like, yesterday. Okay, what's the biggest lesson you learned yesterday? <laughs> I want to see your Okay, um. I guess, um, I've lost friends this year, mm-hmm. but I've also, like, gained better ones. So I don't know. What lesson is that? Put that into words. You know words. I don't know words. That sometimes you gotta ditch a Nazi? Yeah, sometimes you just have to dump your Nazi. Um, so 
biggest lesson I've learned, I think, is that like hard work always pays off, but it doesn't always get you where you want to be. Sometimes you work out really hard at something and you don't get what you want at my audition today. And um, and that's fine. As the, my new motto is no longer to be the best person in the room, but to be the hardest working person in the room. And that's my new motto for life. Okay. So I found my new motto um, a month ago when I was watching Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them for the 150th, 6.17th time. Right. Because, oh my God, literally, Eddie Redmayne is so cute. Like, I would... Mm-hmm. He's the one who plays the, like, the main one? Yeah. Yeah. I love Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd have you to are Pam. that man. <laughs> Your girlfriend's cool. She, oh, no, I've already told that to her face before. All right, cool. <laughs> Anyway, and he was, he said to Jacob, before they went and fought the cute, adorable rhino thing. Yeah, yeah. And he said, worry just means you suffer twice. Oh, yeah, you told me that. And yeah. I love that. And then I told my friend Miller that the other day while he was talking about this girl. Gross. And then I was like, worry just means you suffer twice. He was like, who told you that? And I'm like, a movie. You know what? What? What if you like suffering? What if you're into that? Well, as a person who is into that, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> so this has been a little gay of sunshine. I hope your 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 gay is a little bit gayer today. I um I created an Instagram while he was talking, so if it's a little gay of sunshine on Instagram. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on anywhere you get your podcasts or Anchor.fm slash Gay of Sunshine, and follow us on Instagram. Um, yeah.